0: Welcome back to Fail, Learn, Prosper. I'm your host, Tyrenzo J. Morton. I hope that this episode encourages and inspires you as you continue to grow in Christ. Be sure to hit the subscribe button as I'll be putting out new content each week. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to follow me on my social media. My at name is in the description below. I will be more than happy to get back to you as soon as possible. God bless. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the differences between failing versus failure, okay? So failing is the shortcomings or imperfections in an action or attempt. Failure is simply the lack of success, all right? So if I was in a room around 100 people and I said, raise your hand if you're perfect, because perfect means that You don't have any imperfections. So that means you're you're never failing. So if I ask 100 people, raise your hand if you're perfect, nobody will have their hand up because everyone fails. If I'm in a room with 100 people and I say, what is success? Because failure is simply the lack of success. Everyone will have a different answer. A teacher may say, success for me is when all of my students pass their final exam." A coach would say, success for me is winning the national championship. A pastor would say, success for me is helping others grow in the body of Christ. Everyone would have a different answer because success is undefined. So if success is undefined and failure is a lack of success, who has a right to define or label you as a failure? That's just a question for you to think about. But let's get back to the actual failing first. Let's, let's talk about failing. Failing is inevitable. It's bound to happen, right? We are imperfect humans around other imperfect humans. So therefore, my life, your life, and everyone else's life will never be perfect, right? So trying to perfect your life is like chasing the wind. Instead of trying to perfect your actual life, the thing you should be trying to perfect is the way you handle problems and obstacles because they're bound to happen. Which brings me to a verse I want to read. It's from Proverbs chapter 24, verses 16. It says, the godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Right, I'm gonna read that one more time. The golly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. As a kid, I used to love watching drummers play at church, and it was one man's name was Mister Teddy, and I would watch him the entire time during worship. And one day. I said, you know what? I think I want a drum set. I want to learn how to play drums. So for Christmas, I got my first drum set. I went up to the drum set and I played my first beat. And I said, wow, this is great. I'm going to play just like Mr. Tate. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be the best drummer alive. When my uncle came over one day, uh, he said, let me see your drum set. And he played a beat on the drum set, and that beat was the introduction to becoming a great drummer. It was the baseline of using all the drums and multitasking and keeping the tempo of a beat. And he played it so easily. It was just like effortlessly. I went up there, and I could not play the beat. I sat there for hours. And hours and hours to the point where I was sweating. I could not play the beat. And I was like, you know what? I am done playing drums. There's no way I'm going to be able to play like Mr. Teddy if I can't even get this simple beat right. I was, I just, I wasn't good. And eventually I got so upset. I threw my drumsticks down and I walked away from the drum set and I never played for the next week or two. I didn't play. I came back and I tried it again. I tried it again and again and again. And I finally got the beat right. I finally got it right. And I was like, yes, there's still hope. I could still be a great drummer. I could still be good. I went and looked up some songs. I looked up a Michael Jackson song. And I played that Michael Jackson song on the drums with that same beat. The next problem was I could play the beat but I couldn't keep up with the tempo. So halfway through the song, I'm like, what is going on? I spent all these hours learning how to play this beat, and now that it's time to play the actual song, I can't play it. I struggled with it for hours and hours and hours and hours trying to learn this beat, and I just could not get it right. I couldn't get it right. Eventually when I finally got it right, I started struggling with learning how to play with creativity because I would go to church and I would listen to Mr. Teddy play and he would use the entire drum set. He would use the toms, the floor toms. He would use the cymbals. He was very creative with the way he played. And I thought to myself, when I play my drums, it's just a simple beat. doesn't. It it's, it's Music is art. And when I played drums, it was like me drawing a stick figure. And when he played drums, it was like he was creating a collage. So I went home and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to play with some creativity. And it sounded terrible. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm done playing drums. I'm just not good. And I walked away from it. I came back and tried it again. And I tried, and I tried, and I tried. Each time I tried, I developed muscle memory, and I got better and better and better at drums. And five years later, I was playing drums at church, playing at funerals, playing at weddings, playing at special occasions. And it got to the point where I was actually teaching others how to play drums. I failed so many times that I was able to teach somebody else what I learned through my own failures. And the one thing I realized with that is that life, your obstacles will never go away. You're going to overcome one thing, and then another obstacle will be waiting for you in the future. The difference between those who are successful and those who aren't are the ones who simply refuse to quit on themselves. You're gonna fail over and over, but nobody can label you as a failure because the definition of failure is the lack of success. And success is only defined by your own personal dreams, goals, and desires. So if failure is a lack of success, then the only person that can label you as a failure is you. You are the only person that can put that label of failure on you by walking away from your own dreams, goals, and desires. I want you to hear this audio by Kanye West. Uh, I heard it on social media, and it really, it really stood out to me. But I want you guys to hear this. I always felt like I could do anything. That's the main thing people are controlled by. thoughts, Their perception of themselves. They're slowed down by their perception of themselves. If you're taught you can't do anything, you won't do anything. What he basically said was, You are confined by the walls that you build upon yourself. If you don't think you're good, you won't be good. If you don't think you can do it, you won't do it. Whatever you label yourself as, that's simply what you are. If you think you're fair, then guess what? Ding, ding. You are indeed a failure. Not because I called you a failure or because society called you a failure, but because you put that label on yourself. Failure is not based on how many times you failed. It's based on the amount of times you quit on yourself. Most people know who Michael Jordan is, right? The great NBA ball player. But what some people don't know about him is that he actually got cut from his high school varsity team. He got cut. One of the greatest players And the NBA got cut from his high school varsity basketball team. Now, the enemy likes to come up and give little smart remarks to us. He likes to say things like, you know what, man? You're not good at all. You couldn't even make the high school varsity team. So what makes you think you could play in college? What makes you think you can play in the NBA? You couldn't even make the high school varsity team. Just quit. Just give up. Just walk away. You're not good enough to play in the league because you couldn't even make the high school varsity basketball team. Now, imagine if Michael Jordan had that mindset and he just walked away. There wouldn't be any Jordan shoes. There wouldn't be any Jordan jackets. It wouldn't be any of that. Michael Jordan would just be Michael Jordan without basketball. All right? I want you to hear this audio of what he said I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career I've lost almost 300 games 26 times I've been trusted to take the game running shot and missed I've failed over and over and over again in my life and that is why I succeed. We as humans have to learn to be patient with ourselves and be patient with others. You can't beat yourself up every time you fail because failing is inevitable. You shouldn't be, belittle others for their failed attempts because their failures are inevitable. Sometimes, as Christians, you can really ruin your walk with God as a Christian by putting too much pressure on yourself. And the reason why is because God has already forgiven you for your mistakes. Not only that, but He knows you are imperfect. You are saved by grace, you're not saved based on your work ethic. You're not saved based on your talents. You're not saved based on your skill, based on how much money you have. You're saved by grace. So if you have that type of mindset, it's impossible for the enemy to come in and discourage you because you know that through Christ, even through your mistakes, he has already forgiven you through grace. God already knows that you're imperfect and you will never be perfect. An imperfect person trying to measure up to the standards of a perfect God, it just won't happen. God loves you for you, not for what you do, not for what you have, not for what you don't have. He loves you for you. All right. When Jesus picked his disciples, he didn't go searching for the best pastors or the richest or the strongest. He called people who were simply willing to obey. And part of obedience through that walk, if you read the New Testament, it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows. They went through a lot of trials and a lot of obstacles and a lot of struggles and a lot of failures, but they kept pushing. No matter how many times you fail, Always continue to pursue God. Never stop praying. Don't ever stop trying. Don't ever allow the world or the enemy to labor you something contrary to what God has called you to be. All right? And I want to talk to you guys about a person in the Bible. His name is the Apostle Paul. He wrote a little bit of the New Testament. He wrote in the forms of letters to different parts of the church, giving them advice, encouragement, But before he became the great apostle Paul, his name was Saul. And Saul was a man who didn't like Christians at all. In fact, he watched them get stoned up. He watched them get killed. He put some of them in jail. right. He was completely against Christ. One day he decided that he was going to turn his life around. God spoke to him and he decided he was going to turn his life around and He grew in in faith and he ended up learning how to become a great Christian. He became one of the most influential teachers to other churches and other religious believers, right? Even in the midst of him turning his life around, people still labeled him as Saul. People still labeled him as, weren't you the guy that, that was killing Christians? Weren't you the guy who sent so-and-so to jail? Weren't you the guy who sat back and watched my friend get stoned to death? Why should we listen to you? Why should we trust you? You are not a Christian. You killed Christians. People will label you based on your failings, all right? People will say, weren't you the same guy in the club? Weren't you the same guy who was selling drugs? Weren't you the same woman who was who cussed that lady, the other lady, out for taking your parking spot? Weren't you the same man who went to jail? We're not going to hire you. You are a felon. We're not going to give you a chance because you did this. And when you allow those words to get in your head, you will, you will completely walk away from the very thing that was designed to build you and prosper you. So, as you continue your walk with God. Just remember that you would never, ever be perfect. The enemy will come in and he'll say, what's the point of praying? You're a sinner. God is upset with you. He he doesn't appreciate you. He doesn't love you. He only loves the ones who are faithful to him. He only loves the ones who are willing to obey. God doesn't hear your prayer. You're not good enough to preach. You're not good enough to, to lead. The enemy will speak in all kinds of ways to, to deceive you from the callings that God has placed on your life. Even if it was job related. He'll say, you're not good enough to work that job. You're not good enough to go to the NBA. You couldn't make the high school varsity team. You're not good enough. You're not good enough to preach. Right? So we have to continue to view ourselves the way God views us. And be more lenient upon ourselves. Remember that you are a human. You're not a robot. You're not a god. You're just a human. When I was a kid, I used to play rec football. And the coach that we had at the time was kind of like a perfectionist. And during practice, we would run plays. And if one person didn't run a play right, we would have to run the entire play again. So... We would be we would basically be out there all night running the same play over and over and over again. All it took was one person to not do their job and we would have to run the play all over again. He would say, "Run it again." "Run it again." Well, before he even got to that point, he would he would yell at us first and then he would say, "Run it again." But he got to the point where he would Yell so many times that he eventually just got tired of yelling. And he would just sit there with his arms folded. And he would say, run it again. Run it again. It got to the point where the kids out there with me would be crying because they would be ready to go home. Running the same play for hours. And we're just kids sitting out there doing that. Right? I would occasionally look at the parents and I would think, why in the world are y'all just standing there letting this man run our practice for this long? Tell him to let us go home. They were just sitting there watching. And he would just keep saying over and over again, run it again, run it again, run it again. That really stuck with me my whole life to never just quit, to never just give up. No matter how many times you mess up, still keep trying, still keep pushing keep going until you get it right. Here's the illusion that life shows you about success. With success, you only see the finished product of someone else's goal. So for Michael Jordan, you only see the three-pointers. You only see the crossovers. You only see the dunks. You don't see him getting cut in high school. You don't see him in a gym working hard. You see the finished product. When I was playing drums, people were complimenting, wow, you're such a great drummer, you're so good. But they didn't see me throwing my drumsticks on the ground. They didn't see me sweating, practicing for hours and hours and hours to get to where I needed to be. They only saw the finished product. Everything is a process. Literally everything. When you're cooking food, it's a process. When you're building a house, it's a process. When you're making clothes, It's a process. When you're drawing a picture, it's a process. The people that work on your car, it's a process for them taking off the pieces and putting it back on. Everything is a process. So when you're not willing to go through that process, then you are not on a path of success. See, most people, well, I'm not going to say most people, some people, they start off in a route of success. And when they fail a couple times, they're like, oh, this isn't for me. And they walk away from the path that could have led them towards their goal. So they start a new goal. They go from thing to thing to thing, not realizing that any path that you take in life, there is no easy way out. Any path that you take in life, you're going to fail in some way, form or fashion. You will fail 100 million times before you get to your first success. That's just how life works. Because you're not a robot, you're not a god, you are simply a human. My prayer for you today is that you will walk in the path of success. I pray that no matter how many obstacles the world or the enemy puts before you, that you will continue to strive towards your purpose and your destiny, and you will live to see the manifestation of your hard work.